Um, the other thing that you, I might recommend is uh, to become very familiar with maybe one of the strong reasons to reject Mormonism or LDS teaching, like say, um, J Joseph Smith trying to write himself into Genesis chapter 50, he like, he like rewrote and added to the end of Genesis, a prophecy about himself. Mm -hmm. And this is all on the records. We are going to start off with group number one and group number one guys is the Mormon church. The Mormon church. Now, I've got some slides for the ones that I'm going to do, but Mike's a, such a great communicator. He's just going to go off the cuff. He doesn't need any slides. I need my slides to keep me going. So uh, I'm going to start off with the Put Mormon church. We'll That's the reason. Because <laughs> I'm so great. <laughs> Wait, well, that yeah, we're going to jump in with some slides, guys, because it's, it's going to help you. And hopefully you can read some things that are on the screen as well. Now, first and foremost, we're not going to be able to do a full out you know, uh, teaching about all six of these groups, both Mike and I have some other, you know, videos on our channels about all of these groups for the most part. So, um, you know, I've got two videos on my channel about the Mormon church. Uh, one was a interview that I just recently did with a member, uh, a former member of the, of the Mormon church. His name is Michael Wilder. If you haven't caught that, I'm gonna put a link in the description, but if you want a fuller, understanding of what I'm going to talk about, feel free to check those videos out. So let's jump in the Mormon church. First and foremost, guys, what do the Mormons believe about divine authority? So the question is, what, where are they getting their beliefs from as it relates to uh, divine, the divine? Well, they have four, four doctors, excuse me, four uh, sources of, of truth, rather not biblical truth, but four sources of truth that they get their divine authority from. First is obviously the Book of Mormon. And then they have another, which is called the Doctrines and Covenants, which I'll talk about in just a moment. And then they have the Pearl of Great Price. And then they have the Bible. Now, not necessarily in that order, but if they were to rank them, they would probably say that the Book of Mormon um, is the one that trumps or supersedes all of the other ones. And so uh, essentially, guys, Yes, they believe in the Bible as long as it does not deviate from the Book of Mormon or the things that they believe have been revealed through uh, Joseph Smith, who um, was their founder. And so um, we want to make sure that we understand. As a matter of fact, Joseph Smith has a Bible where uh, he has translated that. And I think, don't quote me on this. But there's about a thousand different, over a thousand different places where he had to adjust the wording of the Bible because it wasn't fitting with the theological positions of the Mormon church. So uh, that's first and foremost, is that they have four different uh, sources of divine truth. But not only that, what do Mormons believe about humanity? And this is super important, guys. And what you're going to start to see is how the Mormon church, while we respect them as individuals, they are deviating significantly from the evangelical Christian worldview. Uh, first of all, Latter-day Saints believe that all men and women ever to be born, including Jesus Christ. Now, notice these are not my words. These words are coming from their website. So before you call me a heretic, I didn't, I didn't say Jesus was born. These words are coming from their website. And so they're saying, hey, all men... All women who were born, and notice they lump Jesus into the group of people who were born because they believe that Jesus was a created being. A little bit more about that later. They say that they uh, we all lived with God as his spirit children before this life. And so the idea here is 
This is a huge divert, uh, um, deviation from the Christian worldview because they believe that we existed uh, immortally or we have a pre-mortal existence with God, that our existence didn't just start when we were born, that we have always been existing with God throughout eternity past, and then we came to being, so to speak, uh, in human form. So that is very different than what the Bible teaches about uh, humanity. Now, what do they believe about God? Now, this is very interesting, and you'll see that they deviate significantly from the evangelical worldview. Mormons believe that God was once a man like us who existed on another planet. Now, already we're in trouble, okay? We're already in trouble because that's not what the Bible teaches. And through obedience, he progressed into being the God of his own planet. Therefore, you and I can also become gods of our own planet as well and progress to being a god through obedience. As a matter of fact, the Mormons actually have a saying that says this, as man now is, God once was. Did you catch that? As man now is, human flesh form, flesh and blood, God once was. Right, So already the idea that this is the same God of the Christian worldview is a huge deviation because the Bible does not teach that God uh, existed in the form of a man, that he progressed into his godness, that he existed on some other planet. And so all of these things are getting from some of their other sources like the Book of Mormon, Doctrine and Covenants, and Pearl of Great Price. All right, Now, what do they believe about Jesus? Well, several things that are different from the biblical worldview. Mormons believe that Jesus is a created being. They also believe that Jesus is the elder brother or the spirit brother of Lucifer. So there's a problem right there because the Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible teaches that Lucifer is a created angel, uh, one of God's most beautiful created angels, right? But Jesus is not in the same category at all with the angels, right? He is... God in human flesh. He's the second member of the Godhead. So to even say that he and Lucifer are related in any way deviates from the Christian worldview. Finally, they believe that Jesus was a married man. None of these three pictures of Jesus are consistent with the biblical revelation of Christ, right? So already we see that they have different um Beliefs in terms of divine authority, different beliefs about God, as well as different beliefs about Christ. Now, what do they believe about the Trinity? Now, this is also coming from one of their sacred documents, the Doctrines and Covenants. You can see that on the screen. It says this in their in their Doctrine of Covenants 130-22. Like most Christians, now notice right there, they are they are they are um, grouping themselves in as Christians because they believe they are Christians. So they're saying, like most Christians, we as Christians, right, Latter-day Saints believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and the creator of the world. Okay, good. So far, I'm feeling good about that. But let's keep going. However, Latter-day Saints hold the unique belief that God the Father and Jesus Christ are two distinct beings. So already we're, we're in trouble because that's not what the Bible teaches. Latter-day Saints believe that God and Jesus Christ 
are wholly united in their perfect love for us, meaning they love us, they're united in that, but that each is a distinct personage with his own perfect glorified body. Now that's a whole nother issue because the Bible says that God is spirit, right? God is spirit and they that worship him must worship in the spirit and truth. It doesn't describe God as having a body or a glorified body, right? So you can, what we're trying to do today, guys, is we're trying to make sure that anything that you hear, that you base it and compare it off of what does the Bible say about these things so you can be under, uh, discerning when you hear something that is off, okay? Now, let's keep going. What do Mormons believe about salvation? Mormons do not believe that their salvation is guaranteed. They believe that we progress into our godhood in the same way that God progressed to being the God of planet Earth. And so this very well may be why a lot of Mormons or Mormons in general, they, they feel like they have to work and continue to do all of these things to be baptized in the Mormon church, so on and so forth, just so they can hopefully one day uh, become a God of their own planet. A little bit more about that. First, uh, okay, so let me go back. Um, I actually had a, a slide, but I can't remember. I must have gotten it off somewhere. But basically, one of the slides, guys, it's from Nephi. Second Nephi chapter 25, verse 23. And in their Book of Mormon, it says something to the effect of, we are saved by grace after we have done all that we can. So when you read that, you can see that that contradicts Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, which says we're saved by grace through faith, and this not of ourselves is the gift of God, lest any man should boast. So, guys, um, that's the first group that I wanted to cover today is the Mormon church. Now, we could say a whole lot more about them, but um, that's the idea, guys, that you can clearly see that the things that are being taught in the Mormon church are not consistent with the scriptures, and therefore, as much as we may love them as people, we would have to, or at least let me not say we, I would have to, I can't speak for Mike, and by the way, we may or may not see everything eye to eye today, but that's okay. Um, I would have to place the Mormon church in the category of being a cult, because there's too many things that differ from the picture of uh, Christ, the, what the Bible reveals is Christian doctrine, Okay. So, uh, Mike, uh, do you want to um, add anything to that? Well, I mean, <clears throat> I would wholeheartedly agree. So Mormonism, uh, and currently, so I don't know if you know this, Alan, the church is trying to move away from the title Mormon. Like they're officially trying to stop using that title and refer to themselves as LDS. Now, they're the ones that called themselves Mormons in the past. Um, but it's a slow shift over time. When they first started, when 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 Joseph Smith started, they said all other Christians are apostate and all the, and here's a quote from them, all denominations are an abomination and they're the only ones that have the truth. But slowly over time, they started even calling themselves Christians as you have in the quote you gave, right? They're like, we're Christians too. And now they want to drop the Mormon title, say they're LDS, because I feel like it's a new strategy. It used to be, um, stand out as we're, we're the righteous, right, true church and all others are apostate. And now it's, Hey, we're just like another group of Christians and you should all accept us. And so they'll try to avoid in conversations, a lot of these issues that you're bringing up. And so I've heard people respond to like, Hey, we're, you know, you can become a God when you die. You know what? Yeah. We know that that might be in the doctrine, but we don't emphasize that. That's right. 
you know, and that'll be the strategy is like, we're not going to defend the doctrine. We're just going to de-emphasize it to try to sort of blend in. And um, in a part of me is happy because maybe that means that, you know, Mormonism might be shifting away from bad doctrine in some areas, but more, I think it's a, a manipulative maneuver to try to um, avoid dealing with what are the most obvious errors in teaching. Yeah. What, now, what do you recommend for people as far as like reaching out to a Mormon? Like if, you know, if they approach an, an LDS person, what would you suggest? Yeah. Um, you know, well, first of all, I would say, guys, you know, and, and some of this is going to overlap no matter what group that you are trying to engage with. But, um, you know, the, the main thing is to really show them ultimately that you that you love them. You don't want to come up ac across them as if you're judging them in any way. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that's helped me quite a bit was whenever I listened to Michael Wilder's testimony and the way he was pulled out of Mormonism is just simply somebody sat down with him and said, Hey, look, I challenge you to read the new Testament, to read the new Testament and ask yourself a very simple question. Would you come to the conclusion that Jesus is who you say he is and God is who he says he is and salvation is what you say it is just by simply reading the new Testament and really challenge them and say, hey, I'll read it with you or whatnot. And go on that journey with them if they're willing to and uh, and continue to pray for them as well. What about you, Mike? What would you uh, what would you recommend for tips for um, uh, Mormonism? Or I think that's a great tip for somebody. LDS. Yeah, or LDS either way. <laughs> I think it's a great tip for somebody who's digging into it and they're talking to somebody is just get them to scripture, get them to scripture, get them to where they have to validate their views on through scripture and make sure that they're doing it in context. That's why reading the whole new Testament is beautiful because you can't just rip a verse out of context and abuse it. You're reading the whole book. Um, the other thing that you, I might recommend is uh, to become very familiar with maybe one of the strong reasons to reject Mormonism or LDS teaching, like say um, J Joseph Smith trying to write himself into Genesis chapter 50. He like, he like rewrote and added to the end of Genesis, a prophecy about himself. And this is all on the record, so there's there's no denying it, or where he obviously you know pretended to translate the Book of Abraham, which they consider to be part of their scripture as well, um, and uh, it's in along with the Pearl of Great Price. And like if you if you get the details on this and you get the knowledge, then you can introduce them to it. But but I would say don't just casually study one of these. Pick one issue. On, on LDS, go deep on it and be ready to really rationally discuss it with someone. So you don't just have like the first set of talking points. You really understand the whole conversation and yeah. it's, it's homework, but it's worth it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it.